to another episode of Late Night Podcast with Bridget and Holly. I'm your host, Bridget. And I'm your host, Holly. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> this is our Halloween show, y'all. Happy Halloween. Yes, <laughs> trick or treat, you guys. Get us some yeah, candy. Yeah, it's coming up fast. Yes, coming up fast, coming up fast. Anyhow, Miss Holly, how's your day been? Busy, busy. I've been working my butt off, and I'm supposed to be off tomorrow, but I have to work, which is okay, so just been keeping busy. What what about you? How's your day been going? It's been good. It's been busy as well, but it's also been good. I say any day that you're able to put your feet on the ground and not wake up a zombie. Exactly, especially on Halloween. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right so i'm gonna let you go ahead we're gonna start out you guys with some interesting facts about halloween some are good some are funny some are stupid but we're just gonna read them all to you anyway yeah you may want to know them you may not but when you with us you're gonna get everything yes so you you gonna, you gonna start off or you want me to start off i'm gonna let you start Okay, so I got a little bit of history um, of Halloween, and it said Halloween's um, origins date back to the ancient Celtic festival of Soan, and it said the Celts who lived 2,000 years ago, mostly in the area that is now Ireland, the United Kingdom, and Northern France, celebrated their New Year's on November the 1st. This day marked the end of summer and the harvest and the beginning of dark, cold winter, a time of year that was often associated with human death. Um, The Celts believed that on the night before the new year, the boundary between the worlds of the living and the dead became blurred. On the night of October the 31st, they celebrated the sowing when it was believed that ghosts of the dead returned to earth. Now, what was your take on that? Do you believe that? Yeah. If they said it, oh, take, believe on what? That that's the actual fact or that the dead returns? That the dead returns to earth um, on Halloween? No. No? I You know, I don't think I do either. Like, I get it's, you know, spooky, spooky season. I totally get that, but I I don't know. I don't think the dead resurrects on on Halloween. I just I don't don't believe that. I think the Celtics believe that, but I don't think yeah. that's necessarily true. Mm-mm. Same here. Same no. here. No. Okay, so I also wanted to let you know that jack o' lanterns. Do you know that jack o' lanterns were originally turnips that was carved? No. Yes. And the tradition of carving pumpkins into jack-o'-lanterns originated in from Irish folklore from a man named Stingy Jack. And they, at that time, replaced turnips. We used, and here in North America, we carved term, turnips instead of pop, pumpkins. Damn. I did like, not know that. We stupid. That's, that's yeah. crazy. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah, now, I've never, I never knew that. Never heard of that. Um, I got a good one um, here. <laughs> and this is going over Halloween movies. 
And it says, speaking of commercial success, scary Halloween movies have a long history of being box office hits. Classic Halloween movies include the Halloween, of course, franchise based on the 1978 original film directed by John Carpenter, um, which, of course, had Jamie Lee Curtis, Nick Castle, Tony Moran. Um, and, of course, if y'all don't know what Michael Myers is, it's about a young boy, or what well, Halloween Michael Myers, is about a young boy named Michael Myers who murders his 17-year-old sister and is committed to jail only to escape as a teen on Halloween night to seek out his old home and a new target. A direct sequel to the original Halloween was released in 2018 starring Jamie Lee Curtis and Nick Castle. A sequel to that Halloween, Kills, was released in 2021. A sequel to that, Halloween Ends, was released in 2022, which is supposed to be the final one. But um, it's a considered a classic horror film down to its spooky soundtrack. Halloween inspired other iconic slasher films like Scream, Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, and more family-friendly movies, Halloween movies like Hocus Pocus, Nightmare Before Christmas, Beetlejuice. So, apparently from what it's saying, like, the Halloween movie was like the end all, like, be all for Halloween that brought everything out and about. And I, I never uh -huh. knew that, that that was kind of like the start of Halloween movies. Yeah, I, I like the original one. I think they've gotten stupid. <laughs> the Halloween movies have gotten stupid and they do need to put it to rest because they really have like I think for me the first one is, is always the best one in a lot of movies mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I think they should have stopped probably after the second maybe the third one but they, they carried on the Halloween movies way way too long I mean you even had Rob Zombie who redid one of the Halloween movies and I don't know if you've seen it or not, but damn Michael Myers was like 10 feet tall and did long hair and just, it, it, it did, he didn't portray the OG Michael Myers. Like, I don't think he did a very good job, in my opinion, um, picking that, that character, the guy who played him or whatever. But yeah, it, movie people, if y'all are listening and you come out with a greatest hit and you come out with two greatest hits, just stop right there. Just stop right there. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, that's what I say, too. Okay, so on costume traditions, dressing up in costume dates back to the belief that disguising oneself would ward off evil spirits. Today, it's fun and creative to do that. But originally, that's the reason they started even wearing costumes, is they were thinking, if we wear these costumes and all these people come back from the dead then that will get them to leave us alone. It'll ward off their spirits. So it wasn't for entertainment at all, like we do. No, not originally. Mm -mm, not wow. Originally. Mm -hmm. You know, and I could they see were thinking that back keep people spirits I mm -hmm. could see people doing that back then, you know, because it that's something just, just it's kind of new for them and, and everything. And so I, 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 could, I just couldn't, I can picture that being back in that time. And that's just what you do. Like, oh my God, you know, you got your aunts coming back tonight, you know, and they're horrible people. Let's dress up so they don't murder us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and maybe that's if we look scary like them, they'll leave us alone. 
That's yeah, right. like that's so neat to know. Um, here's some history on uh, trick or treating, but uh, to go back to what you said, by the way, real quick about the costumes. Did you know that more people are buying costumes for their pets? And Americans nearly spent $500 million on costumes for their pets in 2021. More than double what they spent in 2010. So they're spending it yeah, more on their pets than their kids. Mm -hmm. Well, they said that costume, the costume industry was a billion-dollar industry. Like, it is a billion-dollar yeah. industry. But I think the reason for that is my daughter, she's a vet tech, but she's only 25. But she'll tell you that people have evolved now to more and more treating their pets like children than they did years ago, 10, 15, 20. Back when I grew up, a pet was a pet. You, you, you got it. You put it outside, you know what I'm saying? You chained it up to the doghouse, you fed it every day, and it was just a pet. You know what I'm right. saying? That wasn't the right way to do it, but that's the way 90-some percent of people did. Nowadays, more and more people are actually treating their pets like children like they should do. I, th I think they should. Now, you talk to a trainer, a trainer still believes a dog's a dog, and you should not treat your dog like children. But to me, that is my child. It was equal as my child, and I'm going to treat it as my child. So, absolutely. He he dressing up like a pumpkin this Halloween. Right. Now, I, I'm the same mm -hmm. way with our dogs. Like I do treat them like they are legit my babies but unfortunately uh little miss gracie um does not like costumes or clothes when i put she you, you hear and you sing how rambunctious and wild she is if you want her to quit barking put a shirt on her she won't look at you she just lays there she won't move nothing minute you take that shirt off she's running circles it's crazy oh, but um Oh, yeah, so the history of trick-or-treating. It says Americans begin to dress up in costumes and go house to house asking for food or money, a practice that eventually became today's trick-or-treat tradition. Young women believed that on Halloween, um, it could divine the name or appearance of their future husband by doing tricks with yarn, apple parings, or mirrors. In the late 1800s, there was a movie in America to mold Halloween into a holiday, or a move, I'm sorry, not a movie. There was a move in America to mold Halloween into a holiday more about community and neighborly get-togethers than about ghosts, pranks, and witchcraft. At the turn of the century, Halloween parties for both children and adults became the most common way to celebrate the day. Parties focused on games, foods, and the season of festive costumes. Parents were encouraged by newspapers and community leaders to take anything frightening or grotesque out of Halloween celebrations. Because of these efforts, Halloween lost most of its superstitious and religious overtones by the beginning of the 20th century. I did not know that, that they were asked to remove all that. Because to me, that's the fun uh -uh. part of Halloween is the scare of it, you know, dressing up, being scary and seeing, you know, spooky ghosts and goblins and all that, witches and wizards and, and monsters. Right. That is spooky. That is spooky. 
And I didn't know that at all. Um, so, uh, let's see. Let me see. I'm trying to come up with a good one. I'm trying to come up with a good one. Um, you know the world's record for the heaviest pumpkin weighed 2,600 pounds? No. That's 2, a huge bitch. I wonder how many years that had to grow. How how many years did that have to grow? That's a good yeah, question. Couldn't been, that couldn't have been one season. That couldn't you couldn't have grew a pumpkin yeah. to twenty six hundred pounds in one year. It had to be they let it grow for years and years. That's what I was gonna say because like if you don't pick the pumpkin, it's just gonna keep getting bigger and bigger, yeah or no? Does yes. it like eventually what? just get to one size or you just let that bitch sit there and it just blows up. It seems like it, it apparently it keeps growing. But I, I tried to find out how many years they let that grow like that to come up with that. And I never could find it. But I was like, that had to be 10 years or more growing. Girl, act like I won't go get me a pumpkin seed, plant that bitch right in the middle of my yard. Let that get thing get huge. Carve it out and make it a pumpkin house. Tell me... <laughs> I, I bet you it was. I bet I should have got the dimensions on it, the size on it. That, I bet you it was huge. It was I bet huge. it was too. I did not know that. That's actually a good one. Um, let's see what else I got. <laughs> I've got. Let's see. Sorry, my papers is wanting to wanting to stick together on me. Um. So, a thing that I read is about black cats and ghosts on Halloween. And it, said, it says, Halloween has always been a holiday filled with mystery, magic, and superstition. It began as a Celtic end of the summer um, festival during which people felt especially close to the deceased relatives and friends. For these friendly spirits, they set places at the dinner table, left treats on the doorsteps along the side of the road, and lit candles to help loved ones find their way back to the spirit world. Today's Halloween ghosts are often depicted as more fearsome and malvoint, and our cu our customs, our customs and superstitions are, are a lot scarier as well. Um, like we avoid crossing pass with black cats and that is so true because i'm gonna tell you what if i'm driving my car and i see a black cat run across the road i put seven x's on my windshield i do because it, it it terrifies me yes and i get laughed at so much and jojo will be like holly it had white on its chest or its paws were white it wasn't solid black my like, girl take no chances when it comes to a black cat um <laughs> Yes, and a lot of people are, are afraid that black cats will bring us bad luck. It says, this idea has its roots in the Middle Ages, when many people believed that witches avoided detection by turning themselves into black cats. Into cats. Yeah. Um, we also try not to walk under ladders for the same reason. This superstition, they think, may have come from ancient Egyptians who believed that triangles were sacred it also may have something to do with the fact that walking under a leaning ladder tends to be fairly unsafe and around halloween especially we try to avoid breaking mirrors stepping on cracks in the road or spilling salt oh wow 
Okay. Yeah. That's that's I, we we we're gonna have a future podcast show about superstitions. Yes, I was gonna be so good. It's gonna be so good. We, we have to review that. So I want to tell you, the jack o' lantern. You know, when you get a jack o' lantern and you carve a face on it, they're always these evil looking, weird looking faces. Now some people do them fun now, but yeah. back when they first started, they were always evil looking, scary looking faces. Do you know that the jack o' lantern was originally carved to represent a soul that was trapped in purgatory? No, I had no idea about that. Yeah, that's why they were like, you know, like evil and oh wow, and all that stuff being frozen mm -hmm. in fear or stuck. Yeah, in, in there. In oh my god, that is cool. Yep. I had no idea about that. Wow. Yep. Um, let's see. I also have so I was doing some research. And I was just curious because I know what, like, scary movies and Halloween movies that I like and stuff. So I was curious what the top 10 most popular Halloween um, movies are. And surprisingly, I really thought that Halloween would be number one. And it's not. It's this movie called What We Do in the Shadows. And it was made in 2014. And from what I read, I didn't get to read much about it. But it's, I guess it's like a horror comedy. But we've got to look that up and watch it. Because have you ever heard of that? Never. Oh, based on my research, the number one horror movie ever made in the world, and it still ranks number one today, is the 1973 version of The Exorcist. Really? Now, that one's down on, on here. So, on my list, it's got um, the 1978 Halloween come in number two. Number three was Nightmare Before Christmas. Number four, it's The Great White Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Um, oh. Yes, I love that. I watch that every year. Number five, The Witches, but the 1990 movie, The Witches. Um, it from 2017. They think it's scarier than the original It. I thought the original It was way scarier. I laughed at the the new It, and I'm terrified of clowns, but this movie had me rolling. Um, number seven is The Blair Witch Project. Number eight was The Exorcist, the 1973 one. Number nine was Halloween Town. I love that movie. It's cute. And number 10 was the original Scream, 1996. Hocus Pocus did not make it on my list. I've never seen Hocus Pocus. You at least got to watch the OG. Now, the new one, nah, I think they should have just stopped at the first one. Mm -mm. Well, I'll be honest with you. The, you said the the Nightmare Before Christmas. We talked about Brittany and Holly. One of their favorite movies was Coraline. And the Nightmare Before Christmas was my son Wesley's favorite, favorite movie of all time. And he watched it over and over. But I thought it was interesting that both of them, their favorite movies were Tim Burton movies. You know it, it is funny because I'm gonna tell you what. Not only, um, not only is Coraline her and JoJo's favorite movie, but JoJo also loves The Nightmare Before Christmas. We just, we literally just watched that. I think it was like last week. She's like, oh, she was like, can we watch Nightmare Before Christmas? I was like, yeah, that's fine. She loves, loves, loves both of those movies. Those are two, oh, two of her favorite so movies. But Coraline, now, Brandon, his was one. always. 
number one yet. Brandon's was his was Goosebumps. He loved the Goosebumps series. Uh, I do too. I do too. Do? I watched those yeah. a bunch with her, and they're actually really yeah. good. So, um, so you okay? Go ahead. Oh no, what were you gonna say? You just went over the top ten movies. I didn't. What did you get me to say? Oh, I was gonna ask what um what when you looked yours up. What did your top ten say? Or did you did you make? Oh, I I didn't do the top ten movies. I just when I was doing my fav my top five favorite movies, it was showing one of mine is The Exorcist from nineteen seventy three, oh. and it was and I was gonna say by the world by the way that's showing from Rotten Tomatoes is the number one scary movie in the world. Really? Now, what are your um yeah. what are your favorite five favorite scary movies? Y'all are gonna laugh when I tell you these. I can't but, wait to hear mine. The the this first one I'm gonna tell you is my top is my number one. My number one. And when I saw it, you have to realize number one, I was in the movie theater. So I think things just seem more you know, when you're in that big screen and you got that all that stuff, the sound coming around you and everything. Yeah, yeah. But the original the original Jeepers Creepers scared the hell out of me. Girl. It scared the hell. I kid you not, I freaking love that movie because it's so scary and so creepy. Do you know that there is a man in Lauenburg that drives that fucking creepy truck that that guy drove in the movie? Now, I'm is not it the actual it. truck? I, it looks exactly like it. Exactly like it. And I was like, oh my God, what is happening here? Now, I've not seen that truck in a hot minute. But I'm telling you, for years, it was like every damn time I went to Lomberg, this man will be either right behind me or I'd be right behind him. And creepy, <laughs> creepy, creepy. And everybody was like, oh, my God, that is the car from the truck from Jeepers Creepers. I'm like, I don't know. I was like, I think it is. And he's in town and he's about to do some slaying. <laughs> I know my scariest part of the movie was, if you remember, is when Derry went down underneath the house, you know, in that in that door. And then you said yes. you're wondering, was he going to come back? Was he going to come back? And you was like, get out of there, Derry. Get out of there. And so here he's coming down the road. There. Yes. It's like, oh, my God. Like, get your ass out of there. He's coming back. He's coming back. Yeah. That was so scary. So that one and then the Saw movie, the original Saw. I've never seen any of the Saw movies. I've seen bits and pieces of the first one. But I've told myself. I want to sit down and watch from beginning to end. Yes, you need to. You need to because those are good. Anyhow, The Exorcist, the 1973 one. Conjuring. I love The Conjuring movie. Oh, that's a good movie. That's a good one. Yeah. And then Hellraiser. Have you ever watched Hellraiser? Is that the one with the needles in his head? Yes. No, but I know, I know what it is, but I've never seen it. The the yeah. cover on that DVD case, and like we've got that DVD, and I look at it and it just terrifies me, and I can't bring myself to watch it. But now that I'm <laughs> older, I make him watch it. I make him watch it now. I think you could. Yeah, I think you could. So, what's your top your five movies you like? So, okay, y'all probably don't think I'm crazy, but um, this I, now I don't have them in order, but. The one I'm about to name, my number one, um, 
actually is my my number one out of all scary movies, but it's the original Poltergeist. That movie still okay. terrifies me to this day. I get goosebumps really? if I watch it at nighttime and I'm home alone, even in the daytime. I cannot watch that movie when I'm when I'm home alone, even in the daytime. Um, number two, I've got What Lies Beneath. Have you ever seen that one? I think so, yes. It's got Michelle Pfeiffer, Harrison Ford. It's a really, really good movie. And I don't want to say too much about it in case you want to watch it because when you watch this movie, you're going to be like, damn, I kind of wasn't expecting that to happen. You know, so it's it's a good movie. And then um, When a Stranger Calls. But I like the original one, not the new one that they made back, like, I don't know, four, five, six years ago, whatever. But I like the OG When a Stranger Calls because that movie is so creepy. And have you seen that movie, too? I think so, yeah. Those are my type, my favorite type of scary movie is when somebody's home alone and... There's a there's a chance of an intruder or somebody calls and they're like, "Have you checked on the kids lately?" You know, yeah, what I'm that, saying? That's like that movie where but, where they say the call is coming from inside the house. That's that movie. He yeah. says, "Have you checked on the children?" But God, when yeah. he because there's when when a stranger calls and then you know they made a part two when a stranger calls back and girl when he hides himself and camouflages himself in that damn brick wall. And you know he's in there and you can hear him. And she starts taking that gun and she's just shooting all around the damn, her damn apartment. I was like, that, oh God, that, that's creepy. I can't get Jason to watch either one of those movies. That scares him. Those two movies terrify him. And I've never seen that, but the, the people under the stairs, he will not watch any, and, and Wizard of Oz. Those are the four movies that he, he will not watch, you know? And to me, I'm sitting here thinking, like, those movies scare you, but the trash being piled up a mile high, not being dumped, don't scare you. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, which is scarier now? Come on. Outweigh well, him. Um, <laughs> we had to get Jason on that one. <laughs> we had to get him on that one. Oh, and God. then um, Jeepers Creepers, I got that on my list. And then Bridget... Okay, and Bridget and Fam, listen here, okay? And I'm going to go ahead and tell you this movie that I'm about to say. This ranks up here with Poltergeist for me. This is a Stephen King movie. It's a very, very long movie. And I've not been able to find anywhere who's playing it, but Hulu is playing it right now. But have you ever seen Rose Red? I think so. It's in three parts. It's an old movie. It's it's an older movie, and I'm not sure when it came out, but it does have like a lot of um a lot of well known actors and actresses and stuff. But it's uh-huh. it's it's creepy. It's like it's a freaking excuse me. It's a really creepy movie. It has you thinking. It gives you goosebumps. He he did a really really good job making this movie because if you do believe in like paranormal activity and you know ghosts and you know spirits and stuff like that this movie will kind of have you 
on age and stuff because I, I know when it comes to this stuff they say the mind your mind is a powerful thing and people will yes. say you can manifest and end up seeing things and, and making things happen and stuff but y anybody who has not watched Rose Red y'all gotta watch it and it's streaming on Hulu it, the, all together it's like it's almost five hours because it's three parts but um, that that's my top five but it, it's worth it because each each part is like an hour and thirty four minutes, or an hour and forty minutes. But um, gotta watch it. You, I want you to watch it so you can tell me what you think of it. I don't know that I can dedicate five hours to a damn. <laughs> but, but you know what? No, you can. You can watch that part watch one on part. one day. And oh, do you also too fun fun fact about about movies. Did y'all know that? I don't know why he doesn't do it now, but up until. I think recently, a couple of years ago, Stephen King always made a cameo in every movie, but he doesn't do yes. it anymore. Why? I thought they said even now he does it. Well, we, we you know, the new Pet Cemetery that we watched, he, he wasn't a cameo. Oh, he didn't do a cameo in it. But was that a Stephen King's Pet Cemetery, or did they just remake Pet Cemetery? I don't know, because I remember when it came out and it said, said Stephen King's name on it. They probably had to give him credit, but it's not that pet, that part two is not his movie. Oh, okay. So then that's probably why he didn't. Yeah. Didn't play. He's it. always, but, he always makes a cameo. He might, he might be, he might just be the, the groundskeeper at the funeral home. You know what I'm saying? Well, I looked look up but, and down and I was like, oh my God, he didn't play a cameo in it. Sorry, my back is like itching y'all. If y'all see me like moving. Talking I'm going to research that, but I'm thinking that's why. That's not, it, 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 Stephen, it's a remake from Stephen King's book, Pet Cemetery. But uh, that's yeah, not we got his to movie. Look, the we got to look into the that original one was his. Oh, okay, because every movie I've always seen, because he even makes a cameo appearance in uh, in um, Rose Red. Yes. Okay, so. For 2023, your top 10 costumes that are selling this year are, you know it's going to be, I'm going to start from number 10, okay? I number guess 10 number is a bunny. If you had named number one before you name it, I want to try I want to try and guess it. Okay, but number 10 okay. is what you said, a buggy? A bunny. Oh, a bunny. I was like, how the hell are you going as a buggy? <laughs> <laughs> no, a bunny. A playboy number nine, bunny? A Playboy bunny. Number nine is a ninja. Okay. Number eight is a cowboy. Mm -hmm. Number yeah. seven is a dinosaur. Wow. Number six. Number six is Wednesday Adams. I guess because of that movie coming out with with the Adams family. Yeah, and you know she's got uh, the show on Netflix too, which is a really popular season. That season. Yeah, yeah. Season two should be dropping pretty soon. I think. I think. I don't know if it's at the end um, of this year or the beginning of uh, January, but it's supposed to be coming out soon. Yeah, and then number five is a fairy. Number four is a witch. Number three is Spider Man. Number two is a princess. And what do you think number one is? God, you didn't name it. I was gonna say a cat, Catwoman. No, I, no. I, when I got to number one, no. What was it? 
you got to think, think what's popular right now with everybody. Um, God, I know people dressing up, um, as it was real popular for a long time. And, um, I thought maybe still would be. So I guess I'm gonna go with a clown, a scary clown. Barbie. Barbie? Yeah. Because of that Barbie movie that came out is what I'm thinking is why. Oh my God. I can't believe that's okay, the normal and popular costume. But I, I get it because it's, it's trending. It's trending. It's trending. Yeah. So yeah. I will also give you the top 10, the top 10 most popular candy selling this year, according to Instacart. Okay. Ooh. And these are in no particular order. Well, yes, they are. I'm lying. Yes, they are. Do you want me to go from 10 to 1? Yeah. And I want to guess number one, if you hadn't named it. Because let, let me think for a minute. Hold on. Uh, top most popular candy. For today. Okay, I got it. Okay. Okay. So number 10 is Starburst. Number nine is Kit Kat. Number eight is Candy Corn. Ugh. Um, I hate Candy Corn. Yeah. Number seven is Sour Patch Kids. Number six is Hershey's Milk Chocolate. Number five is Twizzlers. Number four is Tootsie Pops. Number three is regular M&M's. And number two is peanut M&M's. And what do you think number one is? It's got to be Reese's Cup. It's Reese's Cups. Yeah! 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 yeah. <laughs> you one got that my right! One yep. two is my favorite. Uh, Reese's Cups and peanut M&M's. Yep. So... I want to ask, because every holiday, everybody has traditions, and everybody always has recipes that they like to share. So, I thought, with this being our special Halloween um, edition show, I wrote down a couple of my favorite recipes. I wrote down five um, things that I like to cook and make when um, it's Halloween and I'm having having a party. And I would like to know um, what yours are. Anytime I do a Halloween party, I always have Halloween punch. And uh -huh. I, make, I make different punches, but I've got a recipe for one particular punch. And I can tell you real quick what it is. But if you want these recipes, you can, you can email us at BridgetAndHolly at gmail.com. And we will send you a PDF of these yeah. recipes for you to print off. Um, but for me, the easy Halloween punch, and this is the non-alcoholic version. At the very end, I'll tell you how to make it alcoholic. Okay, but it's going to be a green color. It's like a green colored punch. Ooh. So you're going to need your punch bowl. I know it's good. Uh, you're going to need your punch bowl, ice cream scoop, and a measuring cup. That's your equipment you're going to need. Your ingredients is two quarts of lime sherbet, one bottle of Sprite, two liters, two cups of pineapple juice, green gel food coloring, a bag of gummy worms, and a scoop or two of lime sherbet, okay? So what you want to do is take your uh, two quarts of lime sherbet, because you start out with your two quarts, and a few drops of green food coloring and put into the bowl. And then you pour in your pineapple juice over the sherbet, and then you pour in your Sprite. Then um, you pour in... Uh, two cups of pineapple juice, 
the green food coloring, and the gummy worms are going to be for decoration. But what you do is you pour that in and you mix it up, and then you take a few extra scoops of your lime sherbet and you put on top in the punch to let them float. And that kind of gives you a foam on top of it, you know what I'm saying? Um, and make sure you chill it before you serve it so that your, your sherbet doesn't melt too quickly, the extra little dollops you're putting in, okay? Now, if you're wanting to make it a, an alcoholic version, you can add vodka to this mix. And uh, how much you add of that is dependent upon you. But how this you is what it looks it. like. That's what it looks like. You want to know what's so funny, Bridget? I have had that, but minus the gummy bears, because my sister, when we do our little functions um, throughout the month of December, she makes what's called the Grinch's Punch, and that's exactly how she makes it, minus the gummy bears and, of course, minus the alcohol, but everything you named is exactly what she makes for uh, the Grinch's Punch. Well, the gummy worms are just for, like, decoration to hang off the thing. Yeah, that's used, what makes them so Halloween. Yeah, I use the plastic spiders. I don't generally use the gummy worms, but I just let everybody know they are in there if they want them. But I do use the plastic spiders. The spiders look so freaking cool. I would have never yeah. thought to make that punch for Halloween as well. Because, first of all, it's green. Hello green and then to put the spider on it that's so cool i like that i do too what's yours what's your recipe oh okay i didn't know if we were taking turns um so one of my favorites is i call it mummies in a blanket and i know y'all got to know what that is which is pigs in a blanket and y'all it, it is so easy to make get you a, a thing of crescent rolls okay and instead of wrapping the in a pack of hot dogs, whatever, or sausage, whatever you want to do, and instead of rolling it, take and pull out little strips of dough and just twirl it around your hot dog, making it look like a mummy, and get you the little candy eyes and just stick them right there like on the top, and boom, you got a mummy. Don't, but don't put the eyes on until after you bake it. Bake it in the oven for however long. Your dough qualifies for, or what it's called for, not qualifies for. And then when you pull them out, then pop the eyeballs on, okay? Because if not, you're going to probably have some crying mummies. <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. But that's oh, one of my man, favorites tonight. Yeah, now another another good one, and this is real <laughs> easy. I can just tell you this. I don't have to send you no PDF. Um, I do do um, mud cups. And what it is, it's basically just chocolate pudding in a cup. With uh, crushed up Oreos sprinkled on top, and then I put gummy worms in it. Mud cups. <laughs> Was you gonna share that? Mine is called dirt pudding. Oh, mine dirt is pudding. and it's chocolate pudding, um, Oreo cookies, Cool Whip, um, cookie crumbles on top. Stick little worms in it, so it looks like they're crawling out of the dirt. That is so funny. Yeah. That was on mine, and it's yeah. I got it called as dirt pudding. Yeah. See, I told y'all guys, we don't share our information ahead of time. We don't. We just don't do it. We just that uh -huh. much a lot. Yep. I'm going to let that be mine since you uh, said that. So you go again. Yeah. Now, I don't have another recipe, but I'm going to give you five interesting facts. 
Okay, so dressing as a priest or a nun is illegal in Alabama to dress up for a priest or a nun illegal? for Halloween. Illegal in Alabama. Really? Does it say what the it. consequences mm -hmm. are? If you're caught? You're going to jail. You're going to jail. It's illegal. You're going to jail. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna kind of be honest with you. Maybe I shouldn't say this, but I do think that, like, during Halloween, if you're gonna dress like something like that, it needs to be indoors. But like to dress like a cop or like a nun or something like that, I don't know. I I, I don't know. It's Halloween. I get you could be anybody you want, but I wouldn't go in public out like that. Mm -mm. Somebody think I'm a real cop and try and pin you for something. <laughs> and then pumpkins are not, they, they're a fruit. They're not a vegetable. A lot of people think they're a vegetable. They're actually a fruit. Wait, really? Yep. They're a fruit? They're a fruit. They're not a vegetable. I think I always, did I think they were a vegetable? I'm about to ask JoJo about that too. If she knows if it's a fruit or if it's a vegetable. That's a good yep. one. Yep. Uh, if candy candy corn was originally named chicken feed. Ugh. Why? Yep. I don't know. They don't even look like chicken feed. They look like chicken beaks. But not feed. I know. That's yeah. weird. Huh. And you know the that you talked about the film Halloween. Do you know originally it was not going to be named Halloween? The original name for it was going to be Babysitter Murders. Babysitter Murders. They mm -hmm. did good changing that name because that I mean it's a catchy title, but I don't see them making Babysitter Murders H two O Babysitter Murders. You know, yeah, they they did a good thing changing that. And then the last one, and this is interesting. If you actually come across a spider or find a spider on Halloween night, it's actually considered good luck. Fuck that. Uh-uh. No. No, no, no. <laughs> Nuh-uh. Not for this girl. Because if I see a spider, I'm grabbing the closest thing to me to kill it, or I'm going to be hollering for Jason or JoJo. No, this girl does not do spiders. No. I don't do, I don't um, do spiders either. Well, I'm going to wrap mine up by just finishing up my the rest of my little uh, kind of, not really recipes, but like just what I cook, um, what I like to make for Halloween. So um, we did the mummies in a blanket. Me and Bridget both do the dirt pudding. Candy apples are always a go. You can do them chocolate covered. You can do them white chocolate, candy dip, you know, however you want to do them. Those are pretty self-explanatory. Uh, brain cupcakes. That's really easy too. You honestly can just Google brain cupcakes because all you're doing is you're making you're making your cupcakes and then you're taking just a silicone mold and you're gonna take your icing and you're gonna squiggle it into the thing into the mold like how a brain would look and then you're gonna freeze it and when you pop it out and put it on top of your cupcake, it looks like a brain. And then my last one and Bridget, you'll probably like this. It's called shrunken head Halloween potatoes. All it is, you take little baby red potatoes, little gold potatoes, and just put little divots in them like you're just cutting out creepy eyes. You ain't completely cutting them out. You're just kind of carving 
a little bit of eye indentions and a mouth and a nose and baked them bitches and it looks like shrunken creepy little heads. Oh, how funny. That seems cute. Yeah, but yeah. I thought that's all I got for my this year's 2023 edition of Halloween. Halloween. So we're going to end the end the um the Halloween episode with a scary story or a yeah, campfire story, okay? Okay, so so grab grab your grab your cocoa, dim the lights and get ready for this, okay? So this is is called the headhunter, okay? A family of four, two children and their parents were traveling on a road to Amsterdam when their car broke down. The parents went out to look for help and left the radio on for the kids in case they got bored. By nightfall, the parents had still not returned. But the children sat in the darkness and continued to listen to the radio, but they started to grow alarmed. When they heard a dangerous killer was on the loose over the radio, and they had, ex he had escaped from prison nearby, the newsreader warned the listeners to take extreme care and caution when going out and about to do their business. Well, more time passed and the children waited. The silence outside the car was absolutely silent until suddenly they heard a knocking on the car roof. Clank, clank, clank. The knocks grew louder and faster. Unable to bear it any longer, the children opened the car door and they fled in terror. Only the eldest son dared to turn and see the source of their fear. On top of the car was a large man dressed in black who was bouncing two objects off the top of the vehicle. He looked a little closer, and it was the heads of the children's parents. <gasps> oh, my God. The yeah, <laughs> motherfucker. He, he killed their mom and daddy. You knew it. You know when it took that long for parents to come back for their children, he would, they were dead. Wow. That was a good story. I like was that. Scared? <laughs> yeah. Because when you started talking about it being creepy, Jason's about there in his man cave, and I just hear like this screeching sound, and it took me a second to realize that it was his TV. I was like, okay, what's happening here? So that was creepy. <laughs> I was cozy with my blanket. Oh. That was good. That go. was, I've not heard that, that before. Was yeah, that was just a little, just a little short campfire story. Yeah. But anyhow, y'all, I appreciate you coming and listening to the podcast. This is a great Halloween edition. We forgot to tell you in the beginning, but if you haven't already, make sure you like, subscribe, hit the notification bell so you'll know when we have these episodes. We're going to air these every Tuesday and Friday, and y'all, we are now also available on Spotify. So go to Spotify and subscribe to us there as well. Now, yes, you can take our, us to work and listen to us yeah. on your way to work. That's right. You sure can. Yes. Now, our next episode is... It is not going to be what we said it's going to be because it's already been recorded. 
But jobs, <laughs> jobs we can never do. Nope, that's not gonna be what it is. We're, we oh. did this one and we're sliding, we're sliding it in. So on our next episode, it is a surprise episode. So tune in, surprise, because we don't yes. even surprise. surprise. <laughs> y'all have a good night. We love y'all so much. Love y'all. Bye.